I feel like 80% of the population knows what anal beads are. Do you think I've ever dirty danced with a woman? Welcome to Movie Muggin', the father and son podcast that puts the VD in Valentine's Day. I prefer the D part. <laughs> I'm putting in the D part. The disease? No. Oh, the other D. Yeah. Vitamin D. Uh, speaking of Valentine's Day, this is the Movie Muggin' Valentine's Day rom-com spectacular. Sorry there was not a special song uh, for this. We feel like you were probably expecting one, but... Uh, Vincent Jack, coming at you live, Valentine's Day 2021, feels good right, yeah I know it does, tickling your ears with our vocal cords, our super rock hard vocal cords, getting horny right, yeah I know you are, ready for some movie mugging to slide on in, your ears. Take it, Jack. No. Take it, Jack. I got nothing. Just, just sing something straight from your heart. Straight from my heart? Straight from your heart. All right. Buckle up, motherfuckers, you're in my house now. Your boy Jack is popping off like blah, blah, blah. Ice gun, 6-1, a fucking barrel of fun. You fucking look at me wrong, I'm fucking spraying you done. I bring the pain, I make it rain, I got a heavy gold chain. You keep on talking that shit, and I'll put two in your brain. Mad cloud, I'm balling out like a heavyweight bout. Yeah, I'm that crazy motherfucker your daddy warned you about. Jack out. Six one, huh? Yeah, you're damn right. <laughs> well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies and having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. So not only is this the movie mug and Valentine's Day rom-com spectacular, it's also episode number 96. Wow. Can you do math? Do you know how, how many we are away from 100, Jack? Four. <laughs> yeah, good job, Jack. Good job, Jack. Yeah, four away from the big one double O. Mm-hmm. Pretty exciting. That's my pick, right? Yes, yes, <laughs> it's, it's your pick. It's your There's, pick. How, how do you feel knowing that I still haven't picked Borat 2? You're not picking Borat 2 for episode 100. <laughs> I never picked Blood Fart Lake 2. You're not picking uh, Blood Fart Lake 2 for episode number 100. It's killing three. I, I'll pick what I want to pick. I know you will. You always do. Yeah, well. will. Well, you fucking always yawn when we start doing these podcasts. It's boring. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, what do you say we uh, head on out to the lobby? Is it more fun? All right, everybody, it is lobby time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. This is time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to the movie we're going to be watching, but we still think it's important enough to warrant some airtime. Hey, so last week I brought up why don't we watch a shitty movie like on a certain date when our episode releases. Like if uh, like we pick the 31st 
And if it's a Sunday the 31st, then we'll make that like a shitty movie. Okay. So I want to I roll with that throughout a day, 1 through 31. Um, 11. 11. All right, I'm writing it down. Next time a Movie Muggin episode Just releases on the 11th, it is going to be a crappy movie. <laughs> you didn't write it down. <laughs> I'm <laughs> writing it write down. Write it down. You slightly turned, and then you turned straight back. I can't find a pen. <laughs> I'll remember that. It's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, secondly, um, I got a couple of uh, bathroom stories from work that uh... <laughs> it's, you. I start yawning and then you interrupt it by looking at me. Do you ever like have a yawn and it's about to start and then it gets like immediately cut off? I, <laughs> I'm gonna yawn in a second now. You just delayed it. Do we need to just pause just this? Start. And you, you take a fucking nap. I mean, no. Good Lord, man. <sighs> so as I said, I got some uh, some work bathroom stories. Just just little quick hits for uh, for lobby time. Okay. The first one is, I'm a gentleman. I I hold <laughs> open the door for ladies. You know that's uh-huh. I don't you appreciate open the faculty bathroom door open I'm, for them. Yeah, I'm like, come on in. <laughs> no, you hold they're... it open from the inside, right? <laughs> yeah, <I do. laughs> all creepy. Yeah, yeah. That's always annoying holding <laughs> doors open for people when you're on the inside. You like gotta extend your arm <laughs> yeah. and you're like it's like the door feels like three <laughs> times heavier. Yep. Yep. <sighs> so I was opening up uh, a door for a lady. She was behind me. I was heading to the bathroom. And so I open it up. She gets ahead of me. She goes into the bathroom. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck. So then then I gotta wait. Same day, hold the door open for a lady again. I'm heading to the bathroom. She goes to the bathroom. It's never happened to me before. Well, so, they're they're thanking you for holding open the door by warming the toilet seat for you. No, I, do, I don't shit at work. That's well documented. I don't need a toilet seat. Maybe you sit down and pee. <laughs> I do that every once in a while. No, it's I don't a, always have to exercise my power to be able to stand and pee <laughs> I, accurately. You know what? I, I clean the bathroom, so I sit down all the time because I don't want to clean up my, my pee splatter. And <laughs> you don't realize how much your pee splatters? Yes, I do. <laughs> Yeah, I wear shorts a lot. It like gets on my legs, <laughs> like oh, the okay. tiny yeah. little beads of piss yeah. that bounce off. Yeah, I, I thought about that today because I was gonna look up ways to stop that because it's annoying. Sit down. I try to pee in like different spots in the water to see if that <laughs> makes it splatter around oh, everywhere. So you're less. doing experiments. Is, yeah, how's that working out? Right in the middle is like I feel like. The explosion point where it comes out the most. Do you need to go grab your clipboard real quick to to let me know kind of how it's working? I don't have a clipboard. Oh, you don't? I don't think there's a clipboard in this house. You haven't got into documentation yet? No. Okay. It's just like over in the leftish area of the water. So I'm wondering, do I just abandon being like a, a, a gentleman when I need to go to the restroom? Like, I got the whole shot. Well, I should be able to go in there first. But there's no telling if they're actually just going to go to the bathroom or not. That was just like, no. that's just how it happened. Uh, that yeah, that's true. So I think I think you should probably keep up your interpersonal relationships at work. Yeah, I suppose I should. I suppose I should. There are other bathrooms in the building I could go to, but this one's just convenient. Yeah. And I'm, I'm comfortable going there. <laughs> it's clean and quiet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a bathroom like that. In the uh, high school, the band hall bathroom, always pristine, no one ever in there, and there's nobody in that hallway ever. 
So I would just go there if I had to shit at school. You have no problem shitting anywhere. I do, but not as much as you. No. If I if I can hold my shit and like sometimes like I I could have held my shit, but I just like like at work, I just didn't want to. I just would rather get on the toilet for a minute and and not have to work. But like at school, there were so many times I almost shit my pants. And then as soon as I got home, I shit everywhere in the toilet. Well, I think you've grown out of it because you come home from work all the time and talk about the mad dump you took there. Yeah, because sometimes I'll really have to go. I don't eat very good. So you got to keep that in mind. Stuff runs through me sometimes. Sometimes like I'll get called into work at like noon and my, my body doesn't fully wake up until like 2 p.m., 3 Mm p.m., and so I have to, like, shit really bad as soon as it's, like, 2.30. So then I'll go shit. And sometimes it's just like, oh, I'm going to go in the bathroom and get on my phone for, like, five minutes. Might as well shit when I'm in here, you know? So have you pretended to take a shit before just so you could take a little break? Yeah. Just get on your phone? Yeah, I sat on the floor one time and then flushed the toilet when I stood up. You sat on the bathroom floor? Yeah, by the sink, not by the toilet. It's still a bathroom floor. It's, I don't like, think it's people that People are gross. stepping in those oh, pee splatters. my khaki pants got a little dirty on the butt. I don't give a fuck. There's, There's I, no STDs on the ground, then I'm okay. Okay. It's not a public bathroom, though. That's a, got, It's an employee bathroom. It's still nasty, but it's not like a ratty, disgusting public bathroom. I'm of the opinion you should never sit on a bathroom floor. I mean, it's, maybe it's just care. me. Maybe everybody else out there uh, uh, listening right now is like, dude, you you don't know what you're missing sitting on a bathroom floor, but I'm of the opinion, probably not a good idea. I mean, to me, it's more don't touch the bathroom floor, don't lick the bathroom floor. <sighs> like, don't, don't come into skin-to-floor contact with the bathroom floor. But, I mean, if your <sighs> pants are touching it, then it's like, oh. If, okay. if I could play the bathroom floor as lava, I would do that. I'm damn sure not going to sit on it. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, next, I made an Erica noise in the bathroom this week. Oh, okay. The ew. I, I mean, I really, really did. I didn't even think about it until I made it. Uh, I, I go in there to go to the restroom, and, of course, I lift the toilet seat up because, you know, I, I don't sit down and pee at work. Or, and you don't, if you're going to stand up, you don't pee on the seat. You're a fucking asshole if you do that. If you don't lift up the toilet seat. Like I've seen pee. that before at places where there's just pee all over the seat and you you know, you're just a fucking asshole. Don't yeah. don't listen to us if you do that. Fuck you if you do that. <laughs> yeah. But I, I lift the toilet seat up and of course I, I grab a paper towel to lift the toilet seat up because it's one that you just can't get with your foot. Oh, this is at work. That's yeah, right. That's right. Yeah. Dude, there was the longest pube. <laughs> on, on just on the front of it and I did ugh, ugh. I just I did I made the perfect Erica noise and I started laughing afterwards but this person could literally get some like uh rubber bands and like do probably pigtails or or kind of a long ponytail with their pube I don't know what they got going on down there man but it's, it's I think you do know what they got a, going down It's a serious fucking jungle down there I know that for sure and and it, it got me wondering who who could that be I wonder, <laughs> I wonder. Sandra? Like, I start looking at people differently. Jessica? Uh, Andy? <laughs> what, what's the, it didn't come from an Andy. I'm pretty sure about that. Andys are probably more clean cut down there. It's just a guess. I don't know why. Uh, okay. Don't, uh, don't you see Andys being clean cut? Taking no. Care, taking care of their privates, you know? <laughs> I mean, I don't. 
associate that with names fully. I mean, like, Cliff probably doesn't take care of his. <laughs> There's no way Cliff takes care of his. But, I mean, like, but a regular uh, name, like, more of a regular name, like Andy, that's not on either end of the spectrum. Yeah. That Like, Cliff is on the messy side. Dude, Cliff's got dandruff down there. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's on the the clean side? I think Andy. Uh, like, I'm trying to... Maybe Stan. Irving. Yeah, well, yeah, Irving. <laughs> about- he wears thick glasses, and he's... Keeps his like his starched plaid shirt mm-hmm. tucked in. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you're an Andy or a Cliff, uh, reach out to us and let us know <laughs> yeah. what's going on downtown. What's the like scariest place you found a hair? I mean, I've pulled long hairs out of food before. That's that's a little scary. Yeah, I was eating nachos at school oh. one time, and I like found the hair, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. And I was thinking. I could go in there and show them this, and then go get another thing of nachos and just yeah. eat both. But you uh, pulled but out I, the hair and just and ate it just anyway. Ate it yeah, anyway. I typically do that too. Because then I thought, like, wait, I could be like ripping like parts of my hair out, like my leg hair, and put it in my nachos and be like, hey, <laughs> I want another. Yeah, <laughs> I thought about doing it. Yeah, I never did. There's people out there that do that shit. And it's fucked up, but it's also like, fuck school. I hate school. Give me another thing of nachos, please. Yeah, I've I've had like. <laughs> I miss school nachos. Have, have you ever had it where like you pull it out once it's in your mouth, like you realize you're eating it and you like pull it out of your mm, mouth? I don't think it's school, yeah. but I feel like that's happened. Yeah, to me before. that's that's not fun. I think it happened with you. I was with you, and <laughs> you're laughing at me. I can't remember when or where, but I, that's like what I remember is pulling it. And I could feel it, yep. like at my tongue yep. as I'm pulling. I'm like, "That's longer than I hoped right. it was." Well, no, because you want it to be longer. So, because then you so know, it's a head hair, unless it's Cliff who's been there and <laughs> cooking your meal. That mm-hmm. it's it's probably you know has not been down in a crotchy area. <laughs> a crotchy area, yeah, crotchy areas. Okay, maybe you'll see some crotchy areas in uh, the movie today. Well, uh, we'll get to that in just a second. I, I do have my my third and final bathroom story from work. Is MacGruber a, a romantic comedy? I, I don't think that. I hope MacGruber, we get to watch that. Well, nobody has suggested MacGruber. I'll tell you that. Motherfuckers. Right. Fuck you guys. Uh, lastly, uh, remember I talked about my boss who just wore way too much perfume. Yeah, and it just it stinks to high heaven, and you just you know where she's been, and you know where she is based on the smell of the perfume. Like, you get I, rid of her yet? Like, if I want to avoid my boss, all I got to do is sniff. Like, uh, all right, she's near, and then I can go the other way. Mm-hmm. If I want to know if she's even in the office today, I don't need to go out and look to see if her car's there. I just go down and sniff a little bit. Yeah, yeah, she's fucking here today, and she's so, she's in her office. So this is a bathroom story? Yes, it is. You're, you're going to walk in, and you're like, oh, I know who was in here last. Yep, yep. <laughs> I was thinking that's the only way it could have gone So if it's a bathroom story. It's the mixture of her perfume and shit. <laughs> that's and the worst. even though we, we wear masks. And yeah, you can still smell oh stuff. Oh, my gosh. It... <sighs> Shitress? Like, no, no, I... like. <laughs> And that that it doesn't have to smell like citrus, but to me, citrus just means shit mixed with something that's like smells good. Yeah, well, it's a very broad umbrella statement. Like your uh, term, your grandfather, it's it's citrus in his uh, in his bathroom <laughs> quite a bit. He, he fucking goes in there, takes a shit, sprays the stuff, and shuts the door. Yeah, like you, you gotta leave let it, it open, air out, right? You go in there afterwards, and you're like, oh good lord, and it's like this. <laughs> Glade powdery blueberry mm-hmm. flavor Old or something. People smell. It's so bad. The, but the door at work for the bathroom just shuts automatically. Mm-hmm. 
and one of my coworkers, my assistant manager, he has like really bad digestive issues. Like he has to take like pills for it every day. I think like six pills a day or some shit for it. Damn. Or else he just explodes with diarrhea. That's awful, man. Yeah. Or he gets like really bad stomach pain with a lot of farts. He farts a lot. Yeah. And they smell horrible. Man, because was... he doesn't have fart etiquette. Etiquette or farticate. He doesn't have it. He doesn't tell you every time. <laughs> he'll go over and he'll rip one quietly and walk away and watch you walk into it and stand where he was because mm-hmm. it was a comfortable spot to stand <laughs> and not say anything. Oh. And then I'll be like, dude, what the fuck? And he'll be like, I, I, you just walked straight into it. What am I supposed to do? I'm like, fucking tell me. Because <laughs> it, it is the worst smelling farts I have ever smelled, will ever smell. <laughs> it is so potent. It uh. is so pungent. It is ridiculous. Can like, you, I want him to fart, and you. I want you to smell it. I just want Because sh- it is so bad. I just want to meet him and shake his hand for doing that to you. <laughs> I, you met him the other day when you came in. Oh, I did? Okay. Uh, not really met him, but he yeah. came back and said you were looking for me. Whenever I have to take a shit at work, I'll ask. I'll be like, hey, anyone need to go to the bathroom? Yeah. Because I'm not a piece of shit. I'm not too ashamed to say... I'm about to go drop a deuce in there. <laughs> so I'm just like, what the hell? I'm just going to make sure no one needs to like pee or something mm-hmm. so they can get in and get out and I can you take ring my time. Last chance. Yeah, basically. He doesn't ask. <laughs> and so It sounds like he may not have time to. Sometimes. Yeah. I've been there when he forgot to take his medicine and that oh, was... Oh, man. He farted a lot. That, and sometimes he thinks it's going to be quiet and then it's really loud. Oh, no. <laughs> like the, when customers are around? No, always okay. in the back oh. or, or whenever there's no customers inside. Okay. Well, but then he can control it a little bit. Sometimes I'll tell him he'll fart right next to me. <laughs> and I'll be like, I'll just have to walk away and I'll be like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I never like get truly mad because uh, it's also funny. Yeah. And it's like an uncle type thing to do. Sure. It's not like a, it's not a dick move. It, it can be a dick move. But me, we're like, I mean, we're if, bros. Yeah, if you're bros, I yeah, guess it's good. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. But it's it smells really bad. But he he's always says like, I can't I can't help it. They just like fall out, and I'm like bullshit. <laughs> you can push those cheeks together as tight as possible and waddle to the back and do it. Like it's not just gonna seep out. Every once in a while they'll seep out, and I I don't maybe with his digestive shit it maybe just not seeps out, but. It doesn't seem like they seep out when it's like, <laughs> that gets pushed. That's not a seep. <laughs> That's a push. Yeah, seeps don't make noises like that. Yeah, and when they're loud, I know that it didn't just seep the fuck out. Yeah, it sounds like an A-10 with a <laughs> minigun on it. Uh, dude, I I, uh, I may have told this on here before, but I wanted to straight up fight somebody one time. <laughs> yeah, I uh, think you have. I walked through their fart in a department store, yeah, you and told me it was so that. bad, I started looking around. Just I. <laughs> Somebody would be looking at me and smiling. Is it I'm like a fucking a Marshalls, right? No, it was at Coles. <laughs> <laughs> you, you would expect well, it at Marshalls, Mar- yeah, but Mar- you wouldn't necessarily expect it at Coles. It calls all the, the fancier people. Oh. <laughs> all right. Well, um, I don't know that I had any more to talk about the uh, terrible smell from my boss and the shit, <laughs> other than it was just a horrible, horrible thing. And <laughs> Self-explanatory I, like I, story. I had to pee, so I had to stay in there. And You just hold your breath? No, because then you got to take in a deep breath. And no, like, when you go out. What do you mean? You go in, you walk out, and you go, <gasps> and then you go in, and you're like, pee, 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 pee. No, because wash hands, wash hands, uh, go, 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 go. <sighs> no, no, because if you if you can't do it all in one breath, then you got to take it's one really, of those. <gasps> then you just breathe through your mouth and dry heave in your head oh, about the thought. Of I mean, if you, dude, it. if you 
Like, <laughs> if you were to breathe in through your mouth, you would not be able to get that taste out of your mouth for quite a while. For quite a while. It was it was awful. It was awful. So anyway, fuck you and your perfume and shitting. <laughs> All right, got anything else? No. Well, got anything? How about anything? Got anything? Dude, I added a lot to that lobby I mean, you, time. You added in... I some... talked about several different things. Good enough. At least you weren't yawning. Fuck off me. At least you weren't over there dozing off. All right, well, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and I guess we'll tell you about today's movie as soon as we figure out what it is. Sure. All right. So today, as you know, as you've been waiting for, is the movie muggin' Valentine's Day rom-com spectacular. Yep. Where we invited our listeners to make movie suggestions uh, of romantic comedies. Now, let me preface this. Jack's only seen a handful of romantic comedy movies, and they've all had probably Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore in them. Pretty much. I, being married... For 27 years, have had to watch some rom-coms. I'm not going to lie. I, I like some rom-coms. Some. But I'm also going to tell you that I've turned many off. <laughs> I've turned many off and then told my wife how stupid it was <laughs> and left the room because she was going to continue watching it. Uh, oh like, I hate a lot of them because the formula, it, it just... Sometimes they just try to force it over and over and over. Like, there's a movie called... Um, Sleepless in Seattle. It has Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. And it's a it's a romantic comedy. Good movie. I, I liked it. And then a couple years later, they came out with this movie called You Got Mail with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. And it's Oh, what? It's a similar premise in a way. Um You've got Richard mail. Gere and uh I hate that guy. Julia Roberts did Pretty Woman, which I like. I've never seen Pretty Woman. And then they came out with... She's like uh, a prostitute, right? She was. And then they came out with another one with Richard Gere and Julia Roberts again. I think well, it was they called, can't find... They, they're like, this is the it couple. I know. But you, you can't just rush out some fucking perfume sprayed shit and expect people to like it. It just doesn't fucking work. <laughs> that, that actually worked. That was a callback right there. And it actually made mm-hmm. sense. So... <laughs> I also thought good. about this. Like, we had people send in requests, and I started thinking if we pull your movie and we shit all over it, I, you know, I don't want to hurt we'll your just feelings. Just spray perfume on. Yeah. I don't want. I Boom. Don't, <laughs> I don't want to hurt your feelings. I, I hope you'll understand that your cup of tea and my cup of tea may not match. I don't even drink tea, so that doesn't make sense. Say, yeah, but I don't like you it. know, I, I just I want you to understand that. We love you, and we appreciate you listening. We, we, <laughs> we might, say it every episode. We might hate your movie, and you got to be okay with that. And you know who you submitted it to. Uh, yeah. You, I'm sitting right here. Yeah. You you did not submit this not thinking about who's about to be watching it. And and what did you say right when we sat down, right after we did a little sound check? I was like, I don't want to watch, <laughs> I don't want to watch a rom-com today, man. Yeah. Just try to think of it like this. If we pick your movie and we shit on it, you probably didn't really send in the movie so we could watch it and do an episode on it. You probably just sent in the movie so you could get a movie mug and sticker. And just know that or to, you you get the movie mug and sticker. You congratulations, right? Yeah. Or or you just send it a shitty movie, <laughs> a shitty rom com. Uh, maybe to hear us go through some pain. And if you did, hear some bittersweet life jack yeah, all over again. We're down with it. All right, Jack. You wanna um you wanna make the the pick. Okay. Nice little amount in there. Thank you, listeners. Woo. Mm-hmm. 
All right, my fingers are mixing. Dude, they're all shut. You don't have to mix them up. Well, I was just trying to feel which one felt right. All right. What's it going to be, and whose movie is it? You fold it twice? I do what I do. Like The Ugly Truth from Ricky? The Ugly Truth from Ricky. I have never heard of The Ugly Truth, and that's one that... has a horrible title. (laughs) That's what our podcast should be named, I think. Uh, Let me look up the information on uh, The Ugly Truth, and we will... uh, isn't that like a Diary of a Wimpy Kid book? I think it is. It may be. All right. I hope this movie came out. I don't know. It's going to be bad either way, dude. All right. So The Ugly Truth came out in 2009. It's rated R. Oh. It's rated R. But 2009 sounds like a bad year. But there could be some titties Low in rider it. It's jeans. rated R. <laughs> All right. It is one hour and 37 minutes. Whew. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 14%. You motherfucker. IMDb gives it a 6.4 out of 10, and 88% of Google users like this movie. Okay. Uh, Do I look and see what the Mormon mothers have to say, or do I just leave it alone? Well, you can just be like, oh, there's a lot of sexual content, or oh, there's a lot of gore. Because when you're on your phone, you have to click on each one to expand it. I could just go to like profanity and sex and nudity and see if there's any of that. Yeah, I, I won't read too far into it. Okay, let's uh, let's see what it the tells you if there's any to say. major spoilers anyway, and what you're finna read. I'm not looking at who's in it. Oh shit! I just saw who's in it. Do you know them? Yeah, I was scrolling down and I just I saw pictures of them when I was looking for the oh. Mormon mothers. Uh, here we go. Sex and nudity. I'll just read the first one. <laughs> A man who just got out of the shower covered with only a towel runs to aid a woman. She accidentally removes his towel <laughs> and his buttocks become visible. Great. So get to see a man ass. Yep, man ass. <laughs> uh, ooh, there's something with violence and gore. I'm not going to read that because I don't want to get you too excited. Okay. I'm sure it's uh, sure it's some uh, rough stuff. Six uses of fuck and other profanities and sexual references are used. So if there's only six, did you read any other cuss words, or is it only fuck? No, it's it just says six uses of fuck. So if, if there's only six uses of fuck, then why is this movie R? There better be... There was more stuff on sex and nudity. I just read the top one. There better be some more gore. There was one thing. I, it says violence Dude, you're not going to get gore it's gonna, in a It's going to be a girl slapping a guy in the face. Yeah, you just, you don't get gore every movie. But what if it's funny? Funny gore? And I'm sure it's in a in a romantic comedy. It's been done in movies. In comedy movies, there's no just add a there's no gore in rom coms. Add a couple in it. Well, I guess there could be. Well, maybe there are like a guy's on a roller coaster with his girlfriend, and she flies out, and her head smashes on the ground. Oh, that's a real good comedy right there. That's his backstory, though, and he meets this new girl, and they have a lot of comedic interaction and have sex. That's a pretty good formula. (laughs) You think we could make that happen? I'd go watch that. I think I would, too. Congratulations, Ricky. Now we'll see if we're going to shit all over your movie or if we're going to like it. I mean, it went from 14%, then IMDb is 64%, mm-hmm. and then Google users is 88%. Yeah. The 14% is really worrisome. I mean, honestly. I mean, you've picked movies around there before. Yeah, but still. All right, let's do it. Let's take a movie mug and Valentine's Day rom-com spectacular mug and pause. That doesn't really work, does it? Sure. <laughs>
And we are back after watching 2009's The Ugly Truth. Uh-huh. The rom-com picked by Ricky. I was going to say the rom-com of the century. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, let me give it the 50 cent turn. <laughs> you all right over there? Yeah. All right. I just filled with joy. <laughs> You're filled with joy? Is that what you said? Yeah, there's an excitement. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you got a weird fucking look on your face. <laughs> I've like, never seen that look before. <laughs> it's like a... What is that? <laughs> it's like a a pained <laughs> smile I was trying to conceal. It's very it was weird. as if I was on camera and they were seeing me say that and I was like trying to make it seem true. And your legs are moving around? <laughs> I don't know. It's just so invigorating, the feeling of love and comedy mixed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready for me to proceed? Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen you like you are right now. <laughs> just it's so it's so beautiful. Your legs are moving and you got this weird <laughs> dumb smile on your face. I'm just giddy with their <laughs> relationship. Oh man. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't stop smiling. I, know. I really can't. It's bizarre. It is. It's really bizarre. Like my cheeks are just doing it. Uh, okay. Continue. All right, let me give it the 50 cent tour. Fucking idiot. <sighs> Are you not as touched <laughs> by this movie as me? All right, this movie is about a television producer played by Catherine Heigl, I think is how you pronounce her name. Yeah, Heigl. <laughs> <laughs> She's not German. It's H E I G L. Heigl. <laughs> There's no E L at the end? It's an I L or just. <laughs> it's just a GL. <laughs> okay. You just got to insert the G in there and the. Uh, I don't think you got to have the notion of a G in there. I don't think anybody, nobody wants to hear that noise again. <laughs> nobody. That's like a dog. So, Catherine Heigl is the uh, television producer of a show that is struggling mightily. And they. Uh, oh, and, and she goes home one night. She's like really high strung. And just. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not a person that anybody would want to be around, except herself. True. She goes home one night, and her cat turns on a television station with uh, Gerard Butler, and uh, he is uh, like this chauvinistic man show that's telling you how to get laid and just very get, dirty. Yeah, yeah, and ah, puts man, down women a lot. Two people like that would never end up together, not in a million years. Oh, It'll no. never fucking happen. Just never, and I'll just—I'm not going to spoil it. But the craziest thing ends up happening. Yeah, I'm just gonna, love I'm, knows no bounds. I'm just going to tell you right now: the craziest shit happens in the end. But uh, I don't want to get ahead of myself. All right, she hates him. She calls into the show. She tells him how he's wrong. He basically, metaphorically, butt fucks her <laughs> aud auditorily. Just just calls her out for what, auditorily <laughs> for what she is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> She goes into work the next morning, and lo and behold, they have hired him to work at her TV station without her knowledge. She is totally against it because, again, total opposites. Yeah. Cats and dogs, oil and water. So <laughs> they start working together. She is uh, in search of a man. He kind of coaches her the whole, uh, 
Let's put a uh, listening device in your ear, and I'm going to coach you through this thing. Never been done before in a movie. Oh, Just never in the history of ever. Creative. Very, very creative. I was on pins and needles. Innovative. How's this going to work out? Oh man, it but but it worked out well. She ends up hooking up with this dude named Colin. Yeah, of course that was his name look, too. But we never said that. Looked like a fucking Ken doll. Of course that was his fucking name. His yeah, name's of Colin. Course. His privates are probably uh, pretty well landscaped. I would imagine. <laughs> That's just my guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they uh, end up getting together, but it's only because Mike. Yeah, Mike, played by Gerard Butler, has taught her how to be somebody that a man would want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she figures that out later. Yeah. And so she's real happy. They're going out. And the strangest thing happens. <laughs> Came from way out of left field. Uh huh. I'm going to just be honest. I'm telling the total truth here. The, the total truth. <laughs> Believe it or not, they kind of start having feelings for each other. Ooh. And it's just the fucking bizarrest thing. But then they totally... Take it away. He he fucked up. He had a chance with her, and he fucked up. Yeah, and then then it's like, well, credits. They won't be getting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. They they won't be getting back together. I know. Or together at all. I mean, we we were like, fuck, dude. That's it's over. Devastating. I know. I know. I was mortified. We were both mortified. That was so. It's almost like it was tear jerking. <laughs> Pulled it all my heartstrings. Made me feel. You know how long it's been since I've felt? This movie made me feel. What did it make you feel, Jack? It made me feel like a like, like a human being. Wow. And it's been a while since you I felt, felt like it, a human it being? It brought me back to life. Oh, okay. It resuscitated me. I was drowning. In what? In the sorrows of life. <laughs> Damn, I didn't know. And it, it brought me back. Yeah. With the power of love. But then it pulled you back down. The <laughs> When 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 he blew his chance, the at shark the end. grabbed my that metaphorical shark, drug me under in the in the undercurrent, mm -hmm. and I was in the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, really? The Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> I'm the. How did you I'm, get there? I'm all the of a sudden? first person to escape out of there alive. So he blew it in the end, but then holy shit, guys! You guess guess what? Hot air balloon. Yep. Passionate makeout uh -huh. on live TV. Mm -hmm. They're together. Like, what? Oh! Oh! All right, dude. Oh, oh, oh. They end up hey together. <laughs> they end up together. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> your legs are moving again, and you got that dumb look on your face again. All right, let's Fuck see. you, dude. Let's see what the internet has to say. All right, Abby Richer, played by Catherine Heigl. It is GL at the end. Yeah, I read it. Heigl. I don't attempt, hear, attempt my version. No, I don't even Please. Wanna, no, I don't know. You're an old man. You always got phlegm in your throat. I don't want to hear that again. Abby <laughs> Abby Richter is, is a lovelorn TV producer. They should make me a zombie Just movie. Shut the fuck up. Abby Richter is a, a Richter. Abby Richter played by Gosh. <laughs> Catherine Peninsula. I was going to say, is this your Peninsula moment? Stop it. Just stop it. Abby Richter, played by Catherine Heigl. All I got to do is just a is barely... A, shut an, the fuck Just up. an indication of the... Is a lovelorn TV producer who, despite a long and arduous search for the perfect mate, is hopelessly single. The battle of the sexes heats up when her employers team her up with Mike Chataway, played by Gerard <laughs> Butler, an opinionated TV celebrity who plans to put Abby through the ringer 
to prove his own theories about what makes men and women tick. And when he does, he puts her through that ringer. I didn't realize her name was Abby. I just realized I did not know her name throughout the entire movie until just then. So, Catherine Heigl... Huh? <laughs> stop. Catherine just stop it. I don't want to do this the whole podcast. Well, just try it then. If I try it <laughs> once, will you be done with it? Can yeah. we put it to bed? Yes, Catherine Heigl. <laughs> Catherine Heigl. There, I did it three times. All right? <laughs> One of those was... I know. The second one, was that was only a half. It's bullshit. It's, we're done. <laughs> you got to go there. Ow. Nope. Put it to bed. <laughs> she, her overacting was incredibly annoying. Uh, what? <laughs> it, was, it was incredibly annoying. What are you, like, what are you on about? Uh, it, it drove me crazy. It, I just, but, but later on, I realized that it was supposed to, because you were supposed to pretty much hate the person she was. Damn it. Yeah. A redeeming quality it, it about is. this fucking it is. movie. Like, I fucking hated her. I was like, oh, my God, she's so fucking annoying. But then later on in the movie, I realized she's not as annoying. That's the cycle they wanted to take you through, and they did it. That is bullshit. But it happened. It's true. You you can admit it now. <sighs> what the fuck? Why'd you have to tell me that? <laughs> well, because it's true. It's true. So she's the producer of this show. He comes on. He's he's crass and just dirty and rude. Dirty and just I mean, just think eighth grade boys locker room talk. He wouldn't do well in the Me Too movement at all. I was gonna say if this movie came out last year, it mm-hmm. would have been completely destroyed. It'd have been scrapped. This movie was basically like sexual harassment. The movie. Yeah. It was like there were some lines later in the movie where I was like, oh, mm-hmm. wow. <laughs> like the, the beginning of the movie and the middle or whatever, I was like, okay, is all they just laid on you real thick the whole time? Yeah. That men only want pussy and are incapable of love and that women are like easy and was flugy. What did he Flugies. <laughs> That's, yeah. I had to turn over and ask what word that was. The Flugees were were a band uh, back in the nineties. You're lying. <laughs> were they actually? Yeah, with the with Lauren Hill. Ooh la la la. You know? Is that actually no? Why are you saying that's the Flugees? It's yeah, it's the Flugees. The Flugees would be like a oh, that's well, staying no. alive. And, and, and night <laughs> that's fever. the Flegees. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was the the Doodle Bops? What? Do you remember them? When I used to watch them on TV, the Doodle Bops. There was like a blue one. They had like the crazy mop hair. It was a kids show, and they were like a band, the Doodle Bops. Look them up. Look them up. Look no, them up. no. One of them was like red, and they had like a layer. That reminds me of an acid trip I have. I don't even want to go here anymore. That's just no. I can't. Come on. I can't do it. The Your acid trip was like. <laughs> 40 years ago. I know, and I'm having flashbacks. I can't, I but, can't do But it. I was saying the the Flugees would be like a kid's educational no. like band. Look it up. The Flugees with Lauren Hill. How do you, how do you and, spell that? And Wyclef Jean. Is it, is it the U with the two dots over it? The Flugees? Is it F-L-U dot dot yep. J-I-S? Exactly. Or is it O-O? Exactly. J-E-E-S? So there's or is there a, a Z? So he's okay, a... Okay. So, like, he comes on the show immediately and just starts, I mean, he's got, like, monkeys fucking on there. And stuff like <laughs> that was that. funny. It is funny. Uh, <laughs> monkeys fucking. Yeah, they're just showing monkeys fucking on this daytime television oh, like, show. Oh, fast raw dogging, man. 
<laughs> I mean, I monkeys know what other, yeah. no other way, do As they? opposed to what? <laughs> Protected monkey yeah, sex. Yeah, I mean, monkeys just fucking get after it. <laughs> monkey condoms. Banana-flavored condoms. Animals fucking is always funny. It's like <laughs> farts. It's like... Uh, it's funny. Rabbits fucking was funny for like... A week. Dogs fucking is funny. Dogs <laughs> humping things is funny. Dogs look awkward. Cats. Cats, cats are like scream though. Yeah. Don't cats have like barbed penises? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, so uh let's go from monkeys doing it to flicking the bean. I'd never heard it called flicking the bean. You hadn't? Female masturbation, flicking the bean. I'd heard that. So he's uh he's trying to coach her into being somebody that this guy is gonna want. And so he's, you know, basically saying you gotta Put off these vibes, kind of slutty vibes. You got to masturbate. Yeah, you got to masturbate to you get ready for him. You got to play all these games. He, he buys her these panties. You know, it's just a very strange relationship. Like he buys her these panties with a built-in vibrator, and very convenient for the movie. Nothing can go wrong. I've never with... seen that before. I'm sure it exists, but it's oh, like, yeah. why don't you just buy one of the wand ones? Well, because you can take it with you and you can like press the button anytime. And like if you're sitting, they're... you're in a boring sales meeting and you just kind of want to be like, ah, fucking Calgon, take me away moment. You just, uh, I mean, but don't include it in panties. Just make it something you can like stick up there. Oh, which uh, those exist now. There's like Bluetooth ones. Well, they have something called the Venus butterfly, I think. Cause I, I, <laughs> I think, no, no, you I, know. no, I, I turn <laughs> every chance I get, like, I, I put it on the, like fifty fifty percent off sex toys and the <laughs> Venus butterfly is one of those things that's on there and it's just kind of a uh, a device that <laughs> that you wear and uh, you just got a little remote control. Hold on, you're not even going to clarify. You said every chance I get, I like oh. to put it on the fifty percent off sex toys. That you left it at that. Your your mom turns on the you TV. The op- yeah, yeah. Opportunity to. I, I've said it before. Your mom your mom turns on the TV at night. Then she goes and brushes her teeth and <laughs> yeah. Does all that shit and then uh, puts a tampon. It's all. It's always. It's no. It's it's always on the the home. Not at this age. Like people like building houses and shit, and then uh, so I'll I'll always oh, see HGTV. Yeah, or whatever. Another white couple renovates another white <laughs> right? couple's house. Yep. <laughs> so epic. Lady in a hard hat uses a sledgehammer once in the episode. <laughs> Pretty cool. <laughs> You know it's true, though. Oh, Jojo. So, I, I love how they pretend like they do anything mm-hmm. when they have, like, a whole crew that does it off camera. Like, there's no way Nancy and her husband <laughs> just break down every wall and there's like, oh, your kitchen's all good. <laughs> it's like, okay, it's so stupid. Anyway, <laughs> a couple channels down a lot of times is the 50% off sex toys and so i put it on that every <laughs> chance i it. get just to drive your mother crazy <laughs> yeah. well, what? and also see if there's anything, anything we can add to our for? our repertoire <laughs> anal beads for me <laughs> you can fly a kite out of it that's one of my favorite jackass bits when bam put the anal beads in and there's a kite on it on the ring, and he was on the beach with his pants down, and it was a windy day, and it ripped the anal beads out of his ass, and it's like dragging on the sand, and they're like, dude. I, mean, I don't really want to get into anal beads, but what the <laughs> fuck, man? What, why? why? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, you so know, funny. somebody invented that, and they're a fucking millionaire. <laughs> if the, Yeah, yeah. We got to come up with something. Man. I kind of want like... Uh, anal beads? <laughs> yeah, kind of. 
That'd be a funny decoration. Or something to like pull out. <laughs> just be like, look. Just make it your keychain. I got fucking anal beads. And you just say, like, hey, you tell somebody, hold my keys, and you just toss it to them. Yeah. And they're left, oh like, gosh. Put like Vaseline on them before. <laughs> you throw it so it freaks them out. I, I feel like 80% of the population knows what anal beads are, but mm, 3%. How many? Like 80%. I feel like uh, 80% no. of Americans know what anal beads no, are. No, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. 80% of non-old geriatric fucks no, 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 no. know what anal beads no, are. No, if I toss some anal beads to random people on our street, I think a majority of them be like, what is this? Yeah. Or they'd be trying to figure out what what is I don't understand. Yeah, is this some true. kind of anxiety stress toy true. or what's what's going on with this? <laughs> yep, sure is. Um but I so I feel like a lot of people know what they what they are and what they look like, but I feel like like one percent of people have actually seen them in person. And I think just to have one like in your hands yeah. for a second would be like super fucking hilarious. I'm telling you, it would be a great prank. Same with the suction cup dildo. I want one of yeah, those. Yeah, those are funny. People do the tricks with them, like the bottle flips. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> that's funny. You're ordering that on your debit card, not mine. <laughs> no. <laughs> how, how great would it be to just... Uh, Put in some anal beads and rip them out? No. To, like, buy a dildo and send it somewhere else. Like, just to somebody else. Just like a random person, yeah, like like my dad, that or would, uh, or just like would, one of your a, friends, or, or or maybe Chris will get something new in the mail. Okay, when I said a random person and you said yeah, I was about to say no, no, you got because no. you got to see the reaction yeah. or at least <laughs> hear the story somewhere mm-hmm. down the line. Like, dude, the craziest shit happened to me the other day, and it wasn't crazier than the ending of this movie, but it was pretty crazy. I got a big old purple suction cup dildo. 12 inches long in the mail. And it'll be like, I didn't order it. And we'll be like, yeah, sure, bud. Right, exactly. <laughs> like the time your grandfather watched a porn at our house and I got blamed for it. If you don't know that story, you're going to have to go back and listen to another episode. Yeah, it's kind of a earlier. long one. It was a good story, though. It's a, and a true story. I couldn't believe it. And a horrifying story. I was like 18 when y'all told me, or when you told me that the first time. And yep. I was like, what? Yep. All right, so speaking of uncomfortable topics... I've never seen you more uncomfortable watching a movie. I know. This movie was an hour and 37 minutes. I think you probably watched 37 minutes of it. That's bullshit. I watched more than that. Dude. I probably cut off 15. You were squirming and looking the other way and hiding your eyes. I'm not good at, like, whenever there's, like, uncomfortable situations, I can't, like, perfectly, specifically describe what kind of uncomfortable situations but if you know, like, the show Nathan For You, that has some of it, like, really awkward and, like, ugh, like, really cringeworthy. They make you want to, like, shrink. Yeah, and that's what you were doing. You were making noises, too. You're like, oh, yeah. I can't, oh, like, I'm, like, not, I'm not looking right when now. When she was pretending to be who she wasn't, like, Colin invites her to go to the devil's baseball game. Mm-hmm. So she goes, and then she has the, like, FBI earpiece in, and uh, Mike's talking into his hand, telling her what to say. And then something happens, and he goes, oh, what the fuck? And she hears it, and so she goes, oh, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't watch that. Mm-hmm. I can't. If you'd have had a Fitbit on, you'd have got, like, all your exercise for the day as much <laughs> yeah. as you moved in the chair. Yeah. It was it was unbelievable. <laughs> so Gerard Butler is doing really, really well, and he's getting some national attention. He goes out to the late, 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 late show with uh, yep. Jason Ferguson or somebody like that. <laughs> 
I don't know. He had a show for <laughs> is like... Is that a made-up name? It, it was oh. Craig Ferguson, maybe. I never watched him. <laughs> so Catherine Heigl goes out there to make sure that he doesn't get signed by like a bigger corporation to, yeah. to like go somewhere else. Her job was to keep him with them because or, or else their company is going to go under. And, and that's when that spark finally just ignited. They danced extremely sexually. I was going to ask you about that. So He dur- was like sniffing all in the back of her <laughs> neck hair. Yep. Her hair extensions. They were bumping into each other pretty hard. Yeah, and, he was and, uh, definitely like popping a boner and poking her in the ass. So... I did not really like watching that. I find that well, you, you You hardly watched any of this movie, but could you ever see a scenario where you would dirty dance with a girl? Sure. Oh, yeah? Like in front of everybody? <laughs> I was about to say, maybe not in front of everybody. <laughs> That'd be kind of weird. Do you think I've ever dirty danced with a woman? Yes. You're a 51-year-old man. Okay. You've been to Germany. You were in the army. Mm-hmm. You definitely had some fun with some German ladies overseas. I guarantee you that. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, you used to get drunk at bars in Germany, and you're telling me you didn't <laughs> you didn't go to the home or something or find a dumpster to go behind with a hot hot German lady? Dumpster. And you've never said you've never talked about that. Oh, like every son wants to hear about his dad's I want I want sex confirmation. Life. I, I don't even need confirmation. I know you did. You were 19 when you went in the army. Yeah. What do 19-year-old boys think about? I mean, what do 51-year-old boys think about? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, that's what I don't want to hear from my dad. But you know what I mean? You know the whole... I've never been to Europe, but apparently parts of Europe have like the most beautiful women. I'm pretty sure Germany is one of them. And probably like France. There's beautiful. French accents are really nice. There's yeah, French accents are nice. There, but you definitely laid the pipe in Germany, at least at some point. I saved myself for your mother. Bullshit! <laughs> you went to Oktoberfest and banged the waitress. You know what? They, <laughs> the army was smart. They always sent us out to the field in October, so no. I never got to attend an Oktoberfest because too many GIs would have been probably arrested. Yeah. So so at the end, they're in New York, and man, after they do the forbidden dirty dancing, oh, wow. there's so much sexual tension, and they get in the elevator together, and they're on separate floors, so Gerard Butler's going to get out on one floor, and he like pauses, and then they like, kind of like hug goodnight, and then he's going to go, and then they like kind of kiss each other's cheeks goodnight, and then he's going to yeah. go again, and then they just start- Face m- fuck. Fucking macking, man. Yeah. Straight up macking. And and then they pull away from each other, and then uh, he goes ahead and goes to his room, and she goes downstairs, and then there's a knock at the door, and... This whole time, she had, she had to go here for a business, but she was going to hang out with Colin, and they are going to have sex or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the knock at the door, and you're like, oh, shit, it's fucking Mr. Butler, and then no, it's Colin. Mm-hmm. You know how you said you were spontaneous, right? And we cool. did not see that coming oh. either. And then... He, he popped the champagne, and it spilled all over his shirt, and his beautiful body had to get <laughs> exposed. And as that was happening, you're like, oh, Gerard Butler's going to come to the door and see him shirtless. Mm-hmm. And you're like, in fact, Colin's going to answer the door. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts. Gerard Butler's walking down the hall trying to recite what he's going to say. And then he knocks on the door, and then Colin, shirtless, beautiful, tan, opens the door. <laughs> and... Of course, oh, the chance is over. Mm-hmm. She breaks up with Colin. Gerard Butler thinks she didn't and she, that she's actually shallow. And he's like, wow, I was totally right in thinking love didn't exist and just trying to 
clap cheeks, you know? <laughs> yeah. So then he goes to work for a competitor in town, and uh, they try to replace him with just a horrible, horrible man. He made some... that. Oh, this guy fuck. dropped the quote-unquote jokes... They're pure shock value. More shock value than we've ever cared to do. Should never be said. It was very tasteless shock oh, value yeah. about basically like if having sex with people who are not conscious. Or who say no. Yeah, the, the no doesn't actually mean no. Yeah. That was another joke. So that was his replacement. In, oh, it was so bad. He, yeah. he literally, uh, they went on air and he's like, you can trust me with your advice because I've had sex with over... 137 women, mostly conscious. And then later he says, after the no doesn't actually mean no, he's like, if no actually did, it would be 90-something. And then the main character rips him out the hot air balloon. Yeah, so Catherine Heigl rips the mic away. For some reason, they're on location where there's like a big hot air balloon festival going on. <laughs> yeah. She gets in there and she starts talking, and she's talking shit about Gerard Butler and, and men in general. Yeah, and and he... Doing the men version of what he does about women. He's over there about to do his live spot, and he sees it on the TV, and he's like, oh, I'm going to show her. Yeah. And he goes over there, and he gets in the hot air balloon, and they just do back and forth, back and forth. They hate each other. Fucking... Rrr. Then the hot air balloon oh, takes off. Yep. And uh, he confesses his love, and uh, she reciprocates, and, and then they have sex. All right, let's uh, get into favorite parts. Hmm... <laughs> Um, I liked whenever Gerard Butler and main girl got along. So your favorite part was them getting along? The parts where they were getting along. Mm -hmm. I don't like seeing people fight. I don't know. You never like to see that You when you want it to work out or whatever, whenever basically the entire movie has been conditioning you to want this one <laughs> thing and they won't give it to you. You know? That is a fucking formula that has been done for the ages but continues to work. I know. Continues to work. I haven't seen as many as you. And were you pulling for Mr. Butler in this movie? Probably not as much. I mean, you're, you're an old man. You're crabby. What? You don't give a fuck about love anymore. You, you've been oh. married for like 27 years. And you've seen like 80 movies that could all be sequels like this, mm. you know? I have seen a lot of these. So for me, I, I was still pulling for him, even though I did not want to be. I didn't want to be watching the movie, really. <laughs> But I was still pulling for him. All right. And I hated that I was actually invested <laughs> in any percentage. I don't know what percentage invested I was. Uh. Kind of a lot. <laughs> Sadly. <sighs> it's so sappy. Kind of a lot. I love it. I love it's it. So such bullshit. Oh. It's, like a, it's, it's a perfectly crafted trap for like middle-aged women and me. <laughs> <laughs> you really can't get enough of that, huh? I got you. Oh, I love it. I love it. I like this movie. <laughs> I hated it so much. I hated that this movie was horrible. Oh, yay. You could probably tell by my uncomfortable laughing right as we started recording that I hated this movie. <laughs> but the more we talk about it, I'm like, wow. <laughs> but also, I laughed at 90% of this movie not because of the comedy aspects of the movie, but because of how bad and ridiculous this shit was. But you know how we work. We don't rate movies based off of the pure content of the movie. We rate them on <laughs> how much we enjoyed it. Wow. And I enjoyed this movie a lot. Wow. It's, I'm... 
like being overcome with like surprise right now because I I, I hadn't thought about it. And I'm like, I'm shocked. I'm shocked because I can't. Awesome. I'm like, wait, if I sit here and think about it, I really liked watching this movie. And I'm like, I can't believe it. I kind of hate myself for it. Oh, it was so great. <sighs> well, I was going to say my favorite part was watching you squirm. But that that's that doesn't count as but much. But my favorite part is just hearing you say that you like this movie. Favorite it has to pertain oh, to the movie. It's beautiful. So what is your favorite part of the movie? Oh, uh, I guess I liked it when she she was uh chasing D'Artagnan her cat up a fake tree. Oh, that was the worst part of the movie. She literally like her cat's named D'Artagnan. <laughs> But she like was up in the tree petting her cat after she like saved it. Fucking and peeping Tom and sexy calling. Sexy Colin is like just got out the shower, got the white towel and like the brown body. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he's like white and he got that beautiful brown bronzy body. Mm-hmm. And then she like fell. Like uh, the fake branch broke and she somehow got caught like by her feet or something mm-hmm. because she her nighty like dress was drooped down and her panties were out and she's just like screaming and wiggling until Colin noticed ran out put his dick in her face yeah pretty much <laughs> she caused his towel to fall mm-hmm. and she's like staring straight at his dick I thought it was gonna be one of those Spider-Man moments where <laughs> <laughs> she kisses it yep upside down <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? I if I was to have a favorite part, um, both characters were so hateable in the beginning. Oh yeah, one the metamorphosis. Yeah, and, and they were supposed to be. I, I gosh, um, they did a good job at that. Yeah, Damn they it. did. They did, and it took me a while to realize it too, because there was at one point that I was like, okay, this would be the point where if it was me and your mother watching it, I'd be out. I'd be like, nope, I'm done. What was it? It, it was pretty early. Um, was there a point where she got picked up and carried over somebody's shoulder or something? Oh, that was whenever the Pitch Perfect guy carried a Skeletor. <laughs> Skeletor. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. But it's whenever uh, his wife they learned how to sex or whatever, <laughs> and then he like picked her up. Yeah, so John Michael Higgins, uh, he <laughs> played the guy in Pitch Perfect. He's been in Best of Show. That dude is so great. I don't know what else he's been in, but anything he's, good he's in, this in movie. he's a great little side character. He is funny as hell. Love that guy. Uh, but yeah, he like he picked up his wife and put her over his shoulder. Maybe it was that point. I don't there was a point where I was like, uh yeah, I'd have definitely tapped out here. But I like the fact that I stuck with it because I like you enjoyed it as well. Really? I did. I did. I was not expecting that. I was, you, the way you were laughing at me being like having the epiphany that I actually enjoyed the shit show piece of shit <laughs> horrible movie. <laughs> I thought the way you were laughing at me, I was like, damn, I'm about to get so roasted because you're going to give it a three and I'm going to end up giving it whatever I give it. I didn't. Too damn high. Hey, I didn't like it either, but I liked it. Okay. It was a god awful movie. I understand. It should be forbidden. (laughs) But I I I loved it. it. All right. So I guess my favorite part maybe was. Just seeing the other side, you know, he was such a dick at the beginning, but but yeah. then he had a nephew, 
and just seeing the other side of him where he he really is a good guy. He's he just a, a guy figure who, who's been nephew. hurt before, and so he's just being fucking a bastard. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> but but seeing him with his nephew and telling his nephew, fucking don't don't do the shit I say. You know, do, I mean, he was just. He was a good guy like that. Yeah. And I guess maybe seeing him interact with him was, I guess, a favorite part. That, that was cool. All right, Bucket of Chicken? Um, I think I'm going to have to give it to Mr. Michael Copenhagen Higgins or whatever and his wife. Okay. Because they were good comedic relief. They were the comedy of this movie because I can't think of any other parts that were actually funny. They were the the real anchors of this new show. Yeah. That, and it's kind of like a Good Morning America or Today type thing where there's like two mm-hmm. main people... But then there's other people, and then they have the weather person they'll the go to every monkey. once in a while. But whenever the monkeys got shown like banging and like <laughs> like super fast missionary, Gerard Butler was like, "It's so obvious y'all haven't fucked in months." And he's like, "Yeah, she won't let me be a man." And she's like, "How's that my fault?" And then he's like, "Sure, you're a man." And so so Higgins starts making out with her, and from then on, they like are completely different characters. They're not uptight. They're very. They have lots of like sexual references and innuendos they make. And so when the monkeys are banging, he's like, I have an angry, horny monkey in my pants. <laughs> and she's like, I'd like to see that monkey. <laughs> it's just stupid shit like that. You're giving me so many things for the open. Um, my bucket of chicken. Wow. Um, Not much else, really. You know, Catherine Heigl was annoying. You got to like her at the end. Gerard Butler, he did a good job. You know what? Fuck it. I'll give it to the lovebirds. Mm. So uh, Gerard Butler bang. and uh, Catherine Heigl, you uh, you can share my bucket of chicken. How about that? All right, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what I'm going to give it. Score time. How many episodes has it been since I gave 100? I don't know, like 14 or 16 or something mm, like that. It's going to be another one. Yeah. This isn't I know you're not going to give this 100. Um, like, I don't want to fail it. How can you fail it? You said you liked it. I know, don't be acting like all tough now. Like but you, I, you can't. I was just saying, like, we we rate movies based on how we felt. Yeah. Not about the content. Which I'm like, I don't want to give something super high to this because it was garbage, basically. It's like hot garbage. But uh, I can't I can't decide on a on the, the tens group I'm gonna put it in. I'm going to feel very ashamed if I put it in one of them, and I'm going to feel also ashamed if I put it in the other. Um, <laughs> Don't wait, Since when do you fucking care? But this movie, man, I'm going to feel ashamed because the person sitting right up, like across from me, oh. diagonally from me, looking at me, waiting for me How is to that? rate this movie high, <laughs> and then you're going to never let me hear the end of it. Think and about it. So in the following, you've given me shit about Road Trip. And Road Trip was a genuinely good movie. And don't this, think about me. Think about Ricky. I don't <laughs> fuck you, Ricky. But right. also, like, bring it in for a hug or something. <laughs> it's I, I, we have the me and Ricky have the same relationship as me in this movie. <sighs> yeah, fuck you, but bring it in, <laughs> brother. Uh. <sighs> I'm not going to judge you, dude. Yes, you, you, I I don't care. It's just going to happen. You don't have to say you're not going to, because I know you are. <laughs> just the same with the banging in why, Germany why thing. Why would I judge you? Because in the next 35 episodes, in at least no. fucking 18 of them, you're going to be like, oh, it says the guy who, <laughs> <laughs> who gave uh, the ugly truth a B. <laughs> 
I'm going to give just in. Just give me the ugly truth. What do you really think about 86. it? <laughs> Holy shit. Fuck wow. you. Wow. Why? Wow. I, 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 like, I hate myself. <laughs> wow. Like, I want to, like, like, shave off all my hair like Britney Spears after oh. doing that. Like, I'm... <laughs> I'm so like <laughs> conflicted in my body right now, and it feels like repulsive that I just gave it that. But I'm also like, but it was so good, like it deserves it. But then it's like, no, no, it didn't. It was so bad. Like, <laughs> collect every DVD copy of this and put it in a pile and burn it. <sighs> Shit. <laughs> but then save one in, in your dresser for when you want to watch it. <laughs> this, I was never able to think of a guilty pleasure from however 56 or whatever episodes ago that was. This, I feel like I perfectly described the duality of the guilty pleasure. You did. You love it, but you fucking hate it. It's like a vice. I feel like you're either, it's in the 60s or the 70s for you. I'm um, 77. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad yours really wasn't that far behind mine. Yeah, you know, I like I said, <laughs> I, I would have tapped out on this movie early. Yeah, I would have too. I, I told you I didn't want to watch it anymore. Uh, yeah, like did. ten minutes in. Yeah, yeah. But man, <laughs> oh, but love yeah. prevails, like you said. The power of love, Ricky. Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you so <laughs> much. I I really thought that we were probably going to shit on this movie. I really, really did. Especially, I, I did not expect to like any rom-com that was thrown in front of me. And then especially 10, 15 minutes into this shit, and I was like, oh my God, this is going to be really bad. And then I was like, wow. just I, My heart is full. I feel like the <laughs> Grinch. My heart grew like yeah. 35 sizes after watching that movie. I feel like all your relationships are going to be different now. I'm an optimist I now. feel like Angry Jack is gone forever. I, I, I've, I've been a pessimist for the past uh -huh. like 10 years. You've unlocked a part of Jack. That... <laughs> I, I'm an optimist now, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> I, this could not have turned out better. This I, movie I brought the family together. Watching Jack squirm throughout, then watching Jack have an inner fight about his hate and love for this movie. And before that, watching me make an ugly face and it, uncontrollably, I, honestly, I, or subconsciously shake my legs I <laughs> trying to say that I liked it. I couldn't be happier <laughs> with, with how this turned out. Is we, that, we can't is, release... Is that a tear? I was yawning. Oh, okay. You know, I it is a tear, though. Yeah. But... Yawning. Mm-hmm. And I think I was yawning. I didn't actually cry. I mean, we can roll the tape back. I don't think. Uh, I don't think. Uh, yeah, I, I guess any... I didn't yawn. I guess I just gave that as a shitty excuse. I didn't. Dr Sometimes that happens. This is gonna sound like. <laughs> oh come on! You know it's bullshit too. There was a tear. It was. It was not the movie. <laughs> okay. I. I, I hey. fucking. I rated it in eighty six. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be that afraid to admit that I shed a tear. You did shed a tear. Uh, not over the movie. Well. Thank you, Ricky. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank and you. you get a movie mug and sticker. Yep. I think everybody who submitted a movie should probably get a movie mug and sticker. Like how they give out participation trophies. Like, hey, <laughs> you didn't win. <laughs> Here you go. Wow. Uh, a sweet moment from Jack. I'm a generous being at this moment. Uh, okay. It just makes sense. Okay. Well, you heard it. Everybody who submitted a uh, uh, a request gets a movie mug and sticker. Uh, I hope that doesn't cheapen it for you, Ricky. 
I hope you're still okay with with one, even though you won. But well, you, they were the winner. Yeah, so you were the winner. You won the grand prize of hearing Jack's exactly hard exterior if crack they, <laughs> and crumble away. If they were would, were to be upset about everyone getting a sticker after both of us like their garbage piece of shit movie <laughs> that was great and beautiful, then I'd be kind of upset with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we appreciate everybody who, who put in, uh, requests. That was really, really awesome. It's, uh... We hope you find somewhere cool to put your sticker. hmm So, I hope we made your Valentine's Day a little more special. <laughs> a little hornier. Okay. Uh... <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> we hope we injected a little bit of love into your hearts with this episode. Uh, I've seen something I've never seen with Jack before, and that was... It was really bizarre and 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 beautiful. The true duality of man. Mm-hmm. Erica's gonna love that. I know. Erica's gonna love that. She's, She's gonna, gonna be cry. so. She is gonna cry. She's gonna I, be so happy. I just yawned, happy. and it looks like I'm crying uh-huh. now. You see that? I, I, I know a fake yawn when I you see it. I'll tell you witnessed that. me yawn. Yeah, you fucker. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. Happy Valentine's Day! If you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter at MovieMuggin, or you can email us at MovieMuggin at gmail.com. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. I'm hearing panties drop all over the world.